The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Neat Glass Sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And today we're doubling down on last month's episode and doing another deep distillery dive, our dozenth, more or less. <laughs> this time we're featuring a company whose whiskeys we've tried only once on the podcast way back in season two, Colorado-based Breckenridge. Mm. And joining us on our whiskey-soaked virtual hike up the Rocky Mountains, no, not Sherpa Gabe, who is currently leading a group of pineys up Mount Holly. <laughs> Hashtag Jersey joke. <laughs> Instead, we have in studio for the first time this year, the whiskey power couple themselves, Party Marty. Hey, how's it going? And Rachel, the first of her name, Khaleesi of the Artichoke Gardens, breaker of hearts and queen of cookies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hashtag whiskey geisha. <laughs> Hashtag whiskey geisha. I am overwhelmed, yes. <laughs> and of course, Ed has already hunkered down at base camp, ready to bust out the bountiful bevy of brilliantly blended Breckenridge bourbons that we'll be tossing back tonight. Thanks, God. Well, Breckenridge, the one thing that we did notice about them is their whiskeys tend to be a little bit lower proof as a group, which is very beneficial to us because we have four to try tonight. Yeah. They're you a little know. young as well. Right, they're a little yeah. young. Yeah. Right, you can get in trouble if you're too oh, young. Yeah. Scott's going to take us through a little history of the Breckenridge Distillery. They're very interesting. We're going to taste their reserve bourbon, which is an 86 proof expression. Then we're going to taste their high proof bourbon, which is 105, which you high proofers out there know 105 <laughs> is not, it's not really bad a high proof bourbon, but that's what it is to them. Maybe they were high when they made it. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and hear Marty and Rachel's whiskey origin stories, how they got started into whiskey. We never did that we with didn't. them. No, because yep. you've been on cocktail episodes in the Japanese episode. Right. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. And then we're going to taste a Madeira cast bourbon, which we've tasted once before to tasting together, but never on air. And then, of course, the Pedro Jimenez. Cherry cast bourbon, and so they're 92 proof and 90 proof respectively. Right. So it should be a really interesting dive into a up-and-coming distillery that's been doing great things for a long time. So Scott, yeah, take us through the history of these high mountain living, bourbon making, Sherpa loving distillers. All right, I will do that. Well, Ed was late to it, so he didn't actually join the tasting, but he tasted them after the tasting. This is the privileges that you get when Andres is your friend. (laughs) But me, Marty, and Rachel went to a uh, Breckenridge tasting at the lounge, and we tasted two of these expressions, two others, and we have two new ones. I don't even remember what they tasted like, frankly. It's been a while. A month and a half ago or something. We've tasted so much whiskey Mm -hmm. since then, Mm -hmm. as we do. All right, so this history, like their bourbons, is a blend of two different articles, one by Maggie Kimbrell for American Whiskey Magazine, and the other by Jackie Gutierrez-Jones for Flaviar with some additions of my own. So here we go. The running joke at the Breckenridge Distillery is that they're all really high. 
not that kind of high, but you'd be forgiven for thinking it because after all, they are based in Colorado where <laughs> recreational marijuana was first legalized in the United States. But really, they mean their altitude because the Breckenridge Distillery sits at an elevation of 9,600 feet in the middle of the Rocky Mountains, which makes it quite literally the world's highest distillery. Mm-hmm. And for that location, you can thank Brian Nolt, Breckenridge's founder and CEO, who, by the way, is also a doctor, working one week a month as a radiologist when he's not making what they feel are some of the finest craft spirits in America. But we're getting ahead of ourselves, because how exactly does a doctor get the idea to start a distillery? Well, imagine that you're fly fishing with your friends in a crisp mountainside river. You've just returned from Scotland, and the memories of the distillery are still fresh in your mind, but the reality of returning to your day job is depressingly setting in. Then suddenly, off in the distance, an opera singer begins a melody, her voice echoing off the hard surfaces of the quiet mountain peaks, perfectly audible over the sound of the babbling snowmelt in which you are standing. And that's when it hits you. This is the spot where you should open a whiskey distillery. Or at least that's the story Brian tells. The year was 2008, and his whiskey journey actually began on that trip to Scotland after he tasted one scotch in particular. When I was in Scotland, Brian says, I had Signet from Glenmorangie, mm, and I loved it. So did I. Yes, and they broke every sacred law of barley because they caramelized some of it. The first time I had it, the light went off like, holy shit, I wanted to experiment with different levels of burning the sugars for flavor. You see, caramelization of barley requires heating it to a temperature as high as 220 degrees Fahrenheit, which breaks down all the starches and converts them to sugar. The result is usually referred to as caramel malt or crystal malt, not crystal meth. I was going to say, wait, <laughs> crystal meth, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, last time I drank, Breckridge was up for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was that he came home from that trip, studied what he liked and how he could make it, and he's worked hard ever since to address the challenges specific to distilling and aging at high altitude. Says Brian, our distillery's altitude makes everything here a pain in the ass. Breathing, sleeping, and getting trucks up here in the winter is hard. So it's a challenge, but we get awesome water, which has an intense concentration of minerals in it and no iron, so it tastes delicious. But it takes more than just quality ingredients to make a whiskey stand out from the craft distilling crowd. When they started, they would make just one barrel a day, but now they can make over 20 a day of bourbon with the same setup that Maker's Mark used to have, a 40-foot column still with a doubler, a 10,000-gallon mash tank, and a 10,000-gallon fermentation tank. But one of the most notable things at the distillery is art. There's art in the bar, art in the barrel room, and even art in the bathrooms. So it's fitting that the art of blending paint and the art of blending whiskey both achieve similar results, something that evokes certain feelings in the end consumer. I guess in some ways it's philosophical, Brian says. Being a doctor changed me in a lot of ways for the better. When I was young, I was always super ambitious, but once I got into medicine, I was no longer a fiery entrepreneur. You're trying to figure out how to take care of people in the best way possible. You don't look at things from a business perspective because business is about making money and taking care of people is not. Isn't it though? I mean, it's America. (laughs) American healthcare. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice attitude to have though. I give him credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now Brian does both doctoring and whiskeying and says that for him, it's about exploring ways to make people better and happier while also asking yourself what makes you better and happier. Well, apparently it's making whiskey and a lot of it. Today, Breckenridge, two-time winner of Distillery of the Year and official bourbon of the Denver Broncos, employs 90 people that annually create 75,000 cases of a wide range of spirits a gin, a spiced rum, two liqueurs, three hard seltzers, four vodkas, and 16 whiskeys, all of which collectively have won hundreds of awards, including gold, platinum, and double platinum medals at this year's Ascots, and four double golds at this year's San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Did find it intriguing about the snow melt water that they use, mm. and I'm 
wondering why it has so much of a mineral content. Do you know that? Just from the mountains, apparently. Yeah. From running down the mountains after it melts. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, like so filtration, but picks yeah. up stuff on the way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. There, there was another thing in there where they said they have to be careful sometimes because it has a lot of particulate matter in the water itself mm. that they have to be careful to filter out. Sure. Others will get yeah, into like, whiskey. Yeah, like grizzly bear poop and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Scat. Yeah, you don't want that. Right. Scat. Tap. 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 No. No. Not like um, Cab Calloway scat. The, um, well, way back in season two, we had tried the Breckenridge port finish against the Angel Envy port finish. Yes. Um, and we thought it was going to be quite the underdog because Angel Envy was such a behemoth. And so everyone, one of the original everyone, ones. Yeah. Everyone loves it. And we liked the Breckenridge better. We liked the Breckenridge oh, better. And yeah. it was our first uh, real eye-opening moment for that. So um, in our glasses, we have their, what do they call it again? The Breckenridge Reserve Bourbon. Right. Reserve so, Bourbon. So it sounds really fancy, which is, I love that, you yeah. know, like. Fancy. Like, oh my God, like Marty's our reserve guest. Fancy. I got my pinky out. Oh, look yeah. at that. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is 86 proof. It's aged at least three years. So the mash bill is not disclosed, but it's a blend of Kentucky sourced, Tennessee, and their own 56% corn, 38% rye, 6% malted barley. The price, Ed, do you remember what we bought this for? 45 maybe. Yeah, something like hmm. that, which For, is a good price. Very affordable. Yeah, I think the MSRP is around 50 something. Yeah. And I have the tasting notes from Breaking Bourbon and uh, start nosing you it. You know, I have like a thousand questions about this okay. because yeah. what was the elevation? 9,000? 9, 9,600. So, yeah. so that's a little under two miles, right? Mm-hmm. Like Just two miles, yep. Yeah, so the boiling point's different. I guess it's uh, distilled there. Is it also uh, stored? there why it's, well, why it's stuff, aging or their stuff yeah. is then they blend is a blend stuff stored there and aged that i don't know yeah, yeah. i mean evaporation's probably different i mean there's oh, yeah. i keep thinking about all the different things that could happen at a yeah uh, at that high elevation yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting yeah, yeah he said it was a pain in the ass yeah, I, he didn't I, really I elaborate yeah, in, the, yeah. in the two articles that i kind of combined yeah. to create this i mean the angel share is like they're right there right like yeah. the angels are sitting there waiting for it <laughs> they don't even have to come down for any so. right but it's not really hot so the reality is it should you know? evaporate much slower that's true though yeah mm. yeah maybe that's why but so, the air is less dense right so maybe it's easier to evaporate i don't know well it's easier know. to boil right i mean boil yeah. uh, temperature is a lot less right uh, yeah a lot of, a lot yeah. of factors um the nose is weird for me it is weird it's very young you can smell the youthfulness it's of very it. youthful it's i get a little yeah. vinyl on the nose yep. yeah yeah there's some fruit in there uh but sugary caramely cotton candy in a way yeah minerals Right. I wouldn't say it's pleasant nose, but it's not a bad nose. I think it's very pleasant, in my opinion. I mean, I'm, it's almost it's sweet to my nose. I don't know. The fin- it's I mean, so it seems, thin. Yeah, but it seems like it's aged well, enough. I don't think I mean, it's very... I think it's important to note that we just, smell on a previous recording, drank 115 proof <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. So we had just had a 115 whiskey. We took a little break. We came back on to record this episode, and it's an 86 proof. And I don't know. We're doing a lot of favors. That's true. Right. So we do have to maybe temper yeah. down our expectations, because these are, as we said, lower proof whiskeys and youthful. And the whiskey that we tried was close to eighty dollars and this is forty five. So yeah. Like if somebody didn't have a lot of experience with bourbons, I think this would be a nice start of bourbon. Mm. Yeah, taste wise it's hundred percent different when I'm are you guys tasting it already? Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ed's literally done. <laughs> good guy. It's really it's really good. I didn't even take a sip yet. Twelve seconds later. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting flavor. It is very thin, but mm-hmm. I got like a little cola note on it. Flat ginger ale or, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like a flat soda. Yeah, it's weird. 
it's not bad. Mm-mm. It's just rather youthful. Mm-hmm. And that's why we got Ford. Breckenridge, calm down. We're <laughs> going to give you a fair shake. <laughs> We're not saying it's bad. I like it. I really do. I yeah. like it too. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. But you're right. It's young. Not a lot going on, no. but it's It doesn't have a big pleasant. finish. It has a very, very medium finish for me, short yep. to medium. Oh, yeah. But the palate is very nice and strong. I'm getting some apple now. Okay. I'm getting almost like a, like a little bit of a caramel apple, some sugar, mm-hmm. maybe a little burnt sugar. And I'm definitely getting some type of a leather, menthol, or vinyl on the finish. Yeah. It's definitely a unique finish yeah. to it. Green apple, honey yeah. syrup, and I think what I'm thinking is mineral, I think is probably what I mean, right, okay. right. I can't come up with what I'm tasting on the finish. It's something that's herbaceous, though. Mm. The finish is very spicy yeah. to me. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not very long, as you said. I get a nice, not caramel on the finish, because the caramel's in there, but a nice, like, simple syrup sweetness on it, a little bit of corn. Uh, there's a, a tiny bit of oak and a little, I don't know, cinnamon or something. I, I, there's a so spice You're not getting there. any leather or any menthol or any... Because I'm getting something like that, but... Mm. It's more like menthol. Yeah. And she's getting minerals, so I feel like we're somewhere in there. Yeah. You were getting the minerals on the nose, too. Yeah. 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 You I'm, said simple syrup. I was thinking honey yeah. syrup. So oh, kind yeah. Of, same kind of thing, yeah. like a yeah. coating mouthfeel. I might be getting chlorine or barium. I'm not sure which. Which <laughs> mineral? Which periodic table mineral do? <laughs> I got to break up the periodic table and see what I'm tasting I'm getting here. cadmium. <laughs> What are you getting? <laughs> my God, I'm tasting radon. Aren't you tasting radon? <laughs> so let's do the taste of notes from Breaking Bourbon. On the nose, pleasing with a no-nonsense burst of butterscotch, vanilla, apple, and cherry. Yeah, bang. We're right there. Yeah. On the palate, one half of the palate leans heavily on caramel, yep. with the other leaning on green youthfulness. Or green apple. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> on the finish, finishes with a mild oak intensity that downplays its youthful side and balances its overall sweetness, but with a hard to ignore bit of ethanol punchiness. Boom. Woo! All right. All right. So he's an alcohol, but I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that we all tasted there was something there. Was there. Something. Yeah. He's, he's saying, saying alcohol. He's saying ethanol. I think it was more of a menthol but that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We got menthol. We got minerals. Or we, whatever, got, we got a unique thing. Whatever the, the hell I said. <laughs> I said radon. Radon. I said cadmium. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My God, you can really taste the x-rays on this. <laughs> the ronkins. The gamma rays. Did you see Oppenheimer? No. No, okay. I haven't checking. seen it. No. Yeah. no. I, I do want to see it. Though. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. Me too. Yeah. We, we saw Barbie instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Barbie guy in a Barbie sky. <laughs> it's just made of plastic. It's just fantastic. And, <laughs> and, and stop. Yeah, so the second one, high proof. This is basically the same thing as what we just tasted, just higher proof. So it's got a little bit less of that snow melt water in it. And 105 is what I like to consider my sweet spot of drinking whiskey. I feel like they made this one just for me and i'm really going to take some time to give it some tender loving uh, attention price of this was 55 was any of them over 60 no no really? right they were all under 55 the pedro menace and this might have been the same price yeah 55. 53. i think it was 45 50 55 they yeah. right there and they were very similar to mictors where everything was kind of like in the same price range yeah so this one won double gold this year at the san francisco world spirits competition and platinum at the ascots okay i think i actually could pick something out <laughs> <All right. laughs> Twizzler, man. Cherry Twizzler. Twizzlers, really? Yeah, it just like, it reminds me of that. Yeah, that oh, yeah. smell. It's on the nose, okay. I can absolutely smell that. Marty loves Twizzlers. Man, this is the ethanol in this, man. Even the neat glass, I feel like I just kind of burn my nose a little bit. Yep. Yeah. What I would have said instead of Cherry Twizzler would be um, Swedish Fish. Yeah, well, yeah. That's yeah. kind of the, yep. the yep. scent. It's like Definitely. A, just an intense, very particular scent of sweetness. And what's funny is, you know how the licorice and the, and the Swedish Fish, they also have a little bit of a plastic smell to them? A little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I feel like that's the same thing I'm smelling that yeah. I got off the other one like that 
Yeah. Almost like candy wrapped in plastic, if that okay. makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Different. Not unpleasant, though, right? No, 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 no not, not at all. all. Not, not at, at all. all. How different is this, though, than the other one? Oh, very different. It's 17 or whatever proof points. Noticeably more. spicier, hotter on the, on the nose. 18, 16, yeah. what is it? <laughs> I can't do math. It's, uh, 19. 14 and 5, yeah, 19. I tasted it. Damn it. I was still on the nose. <laughs> Ed was influencing me. I saw him drink it and I started drinking it. I'm getting really strong vanilla notes and caramel on the first half of the palate. Of the sip? Yeah. yeah. Again, it's youthful. It's aged around three years, at least three years. Uh, I, I get kind of like that corn whiskey youthfulness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even more than on the so, 86 proof one. I'm beginning to wonder that they maybe they do age all the MGP stuff themselves because you can buy MGP stuff whatever age you want. Yeah. Why make your shit three years unless you're buying it all new and then aging it yourself in barrels? So, I mean, like, you can save money, I guess. Maybe that's why it's $45 and $50, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, the problem with the non-disclosed mash bill is you don't know what the age is of right. the component parts. They say aged at least three years, so that means probably their own is the one that's three years and the others are higher, but they're not really saying what they are. Right, true. Finish, anybody? I didn't taste it yet. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it seems a lot stronger on the back end. I just, oh, yeah, feeling it. So where I got kind of the cola flavor on the last one, I got root beer on this one. Mm. And we get kind of like a sassafras kind of ish. I just added some water to it. it yeah. I now I, I can smell that a little bit too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like almost like a cedary yeah, kind of thing. Awesome. Yes. I'm tasting that whole sarsaparilla thing you got going on there. I like this a lot better than the other one. Oh, Hell yeah. This is much better. I'm not getting anything on the nose. When I taste it, I think it tastes great. But just when I smell it, I'm still... Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, decent nose. Great palate. Finishes strong compared to the other one. Mm. But I'm getting a slight off-putting aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. This is what I kind of tasted in the other one, whether yeah. it's menthol or something. It's like a little sour. There's yeah, some bitterness or something going well, on yeah, back there. You, I don't know what it is. Already, like, I right do. Now, I like, do. Right now, it's burning in my throat and chest for the yep. heat. And in my mouth is this little bit of a weird flavor almost like you ate like a piece of basil or mint right from the plant it's good but you're getting too strong of a whiff of it strong you know what vegetal I mean? quality yeah. to it that yeah. yeah it's really i can't put my is know. it the same one as the one on the previous one or a little could, different a little stronger stronger okay. it's stronger so yeah, yeah i think the proof I got enhanced it did you add water oh shoot no, I didn't. So yeah, so I'm going to add the water. water. I felt like I, it I, really brought out the yeah, sweetness, yeah. Okay. and I thought it softened the uh, I added the air. <laughs> you always do. I, I added air to the glass when it was empty. <laughs> I didn't think to add water to the first one, but that was 86 proof. I don't yeah, think yeah. it was probably yeah. going to help it. But uh, this one, I since it's 105, it. could take a couple drops. I'm going to pour it a little more and yeah, see what pour happens. Pour a little more. We got plenty. We have full bottles of these. We're, we're going good. <laughs> we're going to be drinking Breckenridge for the next <laughs> four days. Oh, yeah. It is sweeter. I think maybe that weirdness has gone off the finish. Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see what Ed says. We'll he, see. Because I think he tastes it the strongest. So. I still, I still, still taste, taste it too. The back end. Yeah, there's okay. something. Yeah. But again, I think the water does sweeten it up a little bit. I feel it definitely diffused the weird taste on the finish for me. Yeah. I can still taste still it. Still there. But it's more now like a tasty note instead of a problem. I see. You know, like if you get one red hot pepper flake compared to 10. Yeah. Like one. Sure, sure. You're like, oh, that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. 10, it's like all I'm really tasting is red hot pepper flakes. It's, it's like, uh, like uh, garlic too. Right. Like garlic. Oh, a nice hint of yeah. garlic. But like you put too much garlic and that's all you can taste. I have to tell you, my friend Mike down the shore, we've all agreed with this. In our 30s, we loved as much garlic as you could put on the damn plate. But about 10 years ago, I was like, enough with the garlic. Like strong garlic ruins everything for me now. Like it has to be just the right amount. No, I disagree. Oh, More yeah. garlic, the better. It hurts me more now that's the problem oh wow a little uh you know heartburn now but i I, I know what you mean well thanks everybody for turning in to the (laughs) The podcast tonight we'll be doing the second part as just me and scott thanks (laughs) so much for coming by (laughs) rachel smacked me (laughs) 
attacking me. <laughs> I like the Asian black garlic. It's like fermented oh. and, yeah. and aged, and you never go back. <laughs> yeah, you never go back. <laughs> you never go back because it has it has like a sweetness to it, and that really pungent garlic yeah, flavor yeah. is much reduced. It's oh, still yeah? there. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Like crush yeah. that on yeah. a thing of yeah. crostini. That is excellent. That's why when you roast the garlic, it's for delicious. A, the longer you Same roast thing. it, the less right. Similar thing. Less yeah. pungent. Right. And it's, so yeah. one of my favorite pizza places good. in New Jersey is Conti's up in Princeton. Oh, oh yeah. my oh, god! And they got a thin crust pepperoni garlic and they put the garlic chunks on top of the very top of the pizza and they put it in the oven and they roast the heck out of it and it's very very approachable Mm. it's not bad at all maybe for my birthday and and (laughs) what's what's the best thing about the little pepperonis is that they're little grease oh yeah Yeah, they they curl up little grease curl up yeah Yeah. those are awesome so we're all going there for my birthday oh i'm in i'm so so in i grow garlic in the garden yeah and i will tell you when you grow it yourself Mm -hmm. i feel like it's sweeter you know it's not been sitting on the shelf right because you're getting it fresh right out of the ground i grade it on the microplane so you don't get any Chunks, yeah, like Big Pauly and Goodfellas. You like slice it with a razor blade. So this whiskey, uh, like as I drink it more and more, as you guys were talking, it, there's so much rye spice on it to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's so spicy because huh. we were talking about how sweet it is. But if you drink like a little sip of it and let it marinate in your mouth a yeah. little bit, the sweetness kind of dissipates and you get a nice spice. In it. You know how I like rye spice. Yeah, so. it's very spicy. Mm-hmm. It's very peppery. So the tasting notes again from Breaking Bourbon uh, on the nose: rye spice, sugar cookie, toffee with a touch of pine and winter fresh gum. Ooh, so there, there's the maybe the menthol. Maybe that's the menthol I was getting. Yeah, yep. interesting. Yep. On the palate, a thick mouth feel an enjoyable richness of vanilla and oak capped off by a gentle hint of youthful grain again with a youthful grain mm-hmm. the finish long lasting and flavorful with a robust heat that's surprisingly welcome for the proof which does a nice job distracting you from the whiskey's overall simplicity hmm. i mean i think we liked it a little better than he liked it yeah yeah i definitely get the pine menthol thank god somebody validated what i've been tasting this whole goddamn the, day the mint <laughs> you know what i mean it's like pine and it. mint absolutely right but I do but taste to it. be clear i would buy another bottle of this in a second and keep it in my bar it's great to have. And I wonder, because of the price, you can still cocktail with this. I wonder, yeah. I think this yeah, would be yeah. an interesting old-fashioned yeah. for this. I think the reserve, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. For the price point. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. But I mean, that with just a little bit of something, I mean, I, I think it would be great as a yeah. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. It's yeah. a little light proof for me, but all right, Sally, no problem. Go but, ahead. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Yeah, the 105, the 105 too, but I would rather sip this than, yeah. than mix it. The I other know. one, oh, I, you know. You're in the majority where like once you get to 100 proof, you don't want to waste no, it. No, not at yeah, all. Yeah. Anders is the one that's taking me to the dark side and made me a Booker's Manhattan one time that oh, cost yeah. me like $25. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, when you do that, you need the best of everything then, right? Right. You best can't vermouth. Be using, yeah. Right. Yes. Well, here's a great right. idea for a cocktail episode that sort of riffs on what Rachel suggested about the vermouth that we did and that we're going to do with bitters. A third one might be make the same cocktail with two different whiskeys and see Ooh. how that changes it. Are, a low are, proof and a high proof. All or, right. So would you do the Breckenridge 86 and the 105? Sure. Sure. And keep it yeah. in the family Same like thing. that, or would you do like completely different whiskeys? Uh, either. Ether's yeah. just going to put us all to sleep, Scott. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> for our locker at the local, we always yeah. have let's get something for cocktails and yeah. let's get something for, right. for sipping. So we right. have kind of bifurcated the world of whiskeys. Like, these are What's the ones. Ting with the word. <laughs> I looked that up. Well, he just had a high vocabulary word. Siri. Bifurcated. B-I-F-U-R-C-A-T-E-D. Can you use it in a sentence? Bifurcated. Oh, my God. Scott just became a whole-schooled Indian kid. (laughs) 
<laughs> thank you but very much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have we thank been you. missing out? And I think maybe we have. Well, think about this. When know. when Anders brought out yeah. the Whistlepig tenure bar pick that he had, it was 110 proof or something like that, right? Uh-huh. He brought out the old fashioned with that. Yes. That's establishing the climate of high proof cocktails in that lounge. In our locker, we have Knob Creek Rye that we make cocktails mm, with. That's we good. have yep. Sagamore Castrate that I've made a cocktail yep. with. We have a bottle of the Whistle Pig 10-year 110 proof. And we got some barrel in there, too. Yeah. Like, we have some right. high-proof stuff that we right. could make yeah. amazing cocktails Absolutely. out of. And so I personally think you need to be at least 90 for a cocktail because once you start putting in like sugar and vermouth, you start to like thin it out. Yeah, because you kind of want to taste the spirit. Yeah. I will yep. say a uh, Marty's point. If it's an 86 one, I'm going to put an extra half ounce of whiskey in. Yeah. Well, and that's that how I, I do. Okay. No, I, I put he less triples vermouth. it. No. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. <laughs> I put the less right. vermouth Just me? Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm like a half a shot of Right. So that's if I make it, it right. So oh, yeah. I see what right. you're saying. So you if I less of the other ingredients. Yes. Right. Yes. If exactly. I have a 90 proof whiskey, it's two ounces of whiskey, an ounce of vermouth. If it's 80 thick, it's five ounces of whiskey. <laughs> a quarter ounce of vermouth. I show the vermouth bottle to the glass. Yeah. Yeah. You wave it over the glass. I just take the bottle and I just drink straight from the bottle and then I drink straight from the vermouth bottle and then I go to bed. All right. Um, Rachel, which one did you like best? I like the higher proof one, yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 I think Damn right. That's, that's right, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear a gato. <laughs> you can come back for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. We'll take a break and we'll come back with the other two whiskeys that we have and Marty and Rachel's origin stories. Yay. So we're back from a short break. We're, we are blazing through this episode. We are. And so for the second round, what we're going to be indulging in is a couple of finished expressions that they have. A Madeira cast finish right. bourbon. That's 92 proof. Yep. And the um, Pedro Jimenez Sherry cast bourbon finish of 90 proof. And so the first one would be Madeira. Now, we've had the Madeira before, mm. but it was so long ago. Well, yes, it was at it, the let's tasting. Let's pretend it was long ago. <laughs> it was at the tasting. A month and a half. Yeah. Do you want to do their origin stories, or do you want to taste the whiskey and then do their origin no, stories? No, 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 no. Well, we have other stuff to do, too. So you- we'll do an origin story. Origin we'll story. We'll taste one whiskey, do the other stuff, and then and do the second whiskey. I love that. Okay. Right. Origin story. So, Rachel, when did you first drink whiskey? I was four years old. I was in Japan. <laughs> no, 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 I was at an internship at the Suntorian Distillery. <laughs> no, oh, so, that would have been amazing. Go ahead. So you have to know that So when Marty and I met in college, Marty was a bartender. Mm, I yes. was a serious student who did not drink much. Mm. So, you know, Marty kind of brought me, brought me along. No, no, oh, brought sorry. me along the curve. But, you know, we would go out like after hours clubs or whatever. And, you know, he kind of got me into drinking some of the liqueurs to help settle your stomach. And, oh, and, oh, really? And Drambu. 
Drambuie. Okay. So Drambuie was my gateway. Right. And that's like scotch and spices and stuff. Honey, yeah, yeah honey, honey scotch. scotch. Yeah. yeah love that. Love that. Love that. Right. It's a scotch liqueur, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have a friend that likes Basil Hayden, and Marty and you and uh, Bill mm-hmm. used to always drink Jameson's. Mm-hmm. So it was Drambuie, and then those two, and then branched out from there. Okay. Because none of my girlfriends like, were drinking anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the husbands always were. So when the husbands were, then the wives would say, "Oh, don't forget, Rachel likes it too. So pour her a little glass." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Nice. I feel like Southern Comfort was that for all teenage boys, right? Like our mm. first spirit with like yeah. sweet Southern Comfort, which is like a gateway into whiskey. One day, right? Yeah. It's awful. When you're 12, it isn't. <laughs> 13, 13, 14, maybe. 13. What's your feeling on Drambuie? Uh, honestly, I'm not actually sure that I've drank it straight. I've had mm. like a rusty nail that has yeah. has yeah. it in it. It's great in cocktails. But I don't think I've ever tasted it on its own. Yeah. It's like one of those liqueurs that yeah. it, by itself is fantastic. Yeah, I drank yeah. a half bottle of it on It's Tuesday perfect. With, it's like with, with a, a breakfast yeah. with eggs. It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, because it's yeah. an old yeah. brand, like yeah. 1700s or 1600s. Oh, yeah. It's an old crazy. man's yeah. drink. Yeah, I, I like an old man's yeah. drink. Yeah. Napoleon would drink it and smack a general. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Let's see who would. Uh, all right, Marty, how about you? So oh, uh, Rachel's God. was because of you. And, yeah. But wait, what was her first whiskey that she drank? Did she say? It was either it was Jameson's the... or Basil Hayden. One oh, okay. One or, of the two. Yeah. 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 Or mm-hmm. both mixed together with Drambuie in a three <laughs> cocktail nightmare that she barely remembers. All she remembers is vomit. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Marty. All right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think here. Like, it's funny you say uh, Southern, because, yeah, well, Southern. Yeah, Southern was, Comfort, yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't. You know, that doesn't really count. Sure. I, I remember, and I don't know why I got into it, was I used to drink seven and sevens. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, my God. That's so true. Yeah, and, yeah. And me I, too. And I always remember, because I bartended for a bit, and I knew bartenders, and every time I'd go in, it, my, the whole joke was, give me a seven and seven and seven and seven and seven. <laughs> But the other thing uh, where I got into bourbon, actually, is my dad, he liked wild turkey. And okay. he was wild turkey Manhattans. And I, I started drinking that with him and um, did the regular. We did the 101. And mm-hmm. it, it's funny how, like, I love those back then. Mm-hmm. And then when you find a better bourbon, I'm, yeah. not saying, I'm not saying wild turkey is bad or anything, but, it I, is. you know, I tried different bourbon. I'm like, wow, these are even better. So yeah. the 101s are great, but yeah. regular wild turkey, it's rough. It's a rough yeah. day at the, the bar. Yeah. And the funny thing is, once in a while, I go back to try to get my dad to what does he do the big plastic juggle with evan hill or <laughs> yeah he pre-mixes his manhattans now okay yeah, but anyways, i don't go there but he, he does exclusively yeah. drinks manhattans oh yeah. really yeah I really Which like is, your dad yeah. oh he's a oh yeah oh he's like, a good guy i would love to one day like you remember ed from the whiskey yeah he just exclusively drinks manhattans now he just sits on his porch and <laughs> yeah, he pre-batches them by the gallon that's and what he does that's he basically calls, what you do at the shore ed right yeah. <laughs> that's very true and he calls them marty's mellow manhattans he has, he has a name He's for famous oh, for that. So. there's a local like restaurant that they go to and the guy yeah. there loves it so mm-hmm. marty will mr marty big and marty I, and uh, it, drops oh, off oh so you're a junior yeah. well no middle name's different so i'm not really oh junior. okay yeah. gotcha. but yeah. his name is also marty well he used to be big marty and i was little marty and then all of a sudden i was and then you were big marty yeah what's his middle name his middle name's steven and i'm thomas oh that's my middle name yeah i think we've gone there brothers from you don't know but marty and scott are the two most similar people i've ever met that never knew each other yeah we do look alike i was just telling my mom because my mom was saying how the podcast was going i said well our friends marty and rachel from the lounge they've been on a couple times and it's like marty is like if i had an older brother well ask ask big marty maybe he knows your mom (laughs) yeah hashtag uh, half brothers no no I would probably be the opposite it's like my dad knows his mom (laughs) probably (laughs) probably your dad's a dog (laughs) wow 
on that note, um, DNA, DNA. All right, well, that. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, that's great to get your origin stories, because like we said, this is your first American whiskey full length episode. And now we've checked off that box. Good. Now we're going to check off another box Uh and taste the Madeira finished Breckenridge. I will say this. All of the Breckenridge whiskeys have tremendous color. They have a really rich, deep color to them. And this one, especially because of the finishing, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. You can really, really taste the snow melt. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, 92 proof. It says on the bottle, at least two years aged with undisclosed time in the Madeira casks. This is, though, their own bourbon. Okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah no. This is their 56% corn, 38% rye, high rye, 6% malted barley. That makes sense because the nose is completely different than we just had. Yeah. Yeah. I like the nose a lot. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, that's I'm nice. this right now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, nice dark fruits there. And mm-hmm. of course, it's got to be the Madeira helping that. Yeah. It's right not there. really sweet. It's kind of more of a pungent smell. Yeah. Oh, I really like this. There's almost smoky, but that's not really what I mean. I mean, something like barbecue-ish, kind of like a sweet barbecue scent. I was thinking like, cedar, like well, cedar plank. Maybe. I don't know. Or something that would be on a meat, some... not particularly the grill itself. Yes. Like a rub. Like a savory smell. Yeah. Oh, I really like it. This nose is awesome. Like an apricot barbecue. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think we like this at the tasting. We oh, sat yeah, with you. Is, yes. Yeah, it yeah. smells so yeah. good. Wonderful nose. Best of the night. I'm getting some grape and cherry, of course, but I'm thinking that's the finish. On the nose or a taste? Nose. Nose. Oh, yeah. There's definitely dark fruits. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry Delicious. Plum. Cherry. Mm. Mm. I got to go pick a bottle of this up. This is really good. Mm. For forty-one fifty, you can have this bottle. Well, whatever the prorated amount is. <laughs> Now it's thirty-seven ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's thirty-five. <laughs> oh shit! We're in a half bottle. It's twenty-one fifty. Mm-hmm. I get a little of like a, a like a caramel corn mm-hmm. kind of flavor. That's really sweet though. <laughs> yeah, but why don't you say circus peanuts and ruin it for everybody? <laughs> oh, well, circus peanuts yeah, like are that, horrible. Like that toffee caramel. Okay, more than a caramel corn, a yeah, toffee corn I think kind toffee. of thing. Just toffee? Yeah. Okay. No, sure. Corn too, but I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. To- I guess I'm combining the caramel and the corn. Just to say caramel corn because that's a thing. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm getting a little bit of a toffee popcorn because there is corn sweetness as well. Yeah. Well, I don't taste the grape as much, but I smelled it, but I, I'm definitely getting dark cherry, maybe a prune. Mm. Or a plum, maybe. Yeah, mm. I thought plum. Mm. Yeah, that wine influence. Sometimes we taste some whiskeys that have been finished, and you're like, I don't, can't really yeah. taste that influence. Here, you can. And we could on the port one that we did. On yeah, the, so I, and that's why we liked it a lot. Yeah. Stronger than I thought, actually. It does taste a little stronger yeah, than '92. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This might do with some water. I'm just gonna add a few drops. That could be the youthfulness of the whiskey that's burning a little bit. True. Mm-hmm. It's not True. as smooth as an older whiskey. Yeah, because this is the only one so far that has said more than two years age, not more than three. Well, let me try it. I'll get it. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, Ed poured more. Oh, surprise. I'm going to put a couple drops of water on it. Yeah. Too, too I don't much. know that it needed it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure it needed it either. I mean, it does make it uh, slightly sweeter. Yeah. I think, it, but why does it, water always bring out the sweetness? Yeah, because it takes the alcohol down. It's yeah, just kind of blocking some of the sweet. I think yeah. whatever mm-hmm. on your tongue right. receptor, it's like the alcohol is overpowering, so you're not getting all the sweetness when you. So it moves the distraction. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think that's what's but happening. I here. don't think it helped it that much. No, I think it, it took did. away some no. of the finish for me, and it took yeah. away. Mm-hmm. So not to put more whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if the finish is what you like, and this took it away, then yeah, it this did, is definitely. one not to put water on, and it is only ninety-two proof. Yeah, yeah. but we were remarking that it tasted a little hotter than that so maybe water would improve it but mm-hmm. and I, I think we're all agreeing it really doesn't and i don't think the water took that away either 
Take the burn away. No, no, no. Yeah. I put about eight drops in there. Just I, really, I don't think it did. No, yeah, I don't think it does either. It's really good. Yeah. It's very good. Would make a great Manhattan yeah. because exactly. it has that yes vermouth sweetness yes. to it. Yeah, I, I got. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. good point. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like yeah. drinking a Manhattan in a way because right. you already have kind of that. So you just put a little bitters yeah. in there. <laughs> Actually, put some of the cherry. Oh, and a cherry that mm. um, Rachel just, made cherries. Just the liqueur from it. Oh, so just the bar spoon of the the yeah. The, so that's like liqueur. Sardo, yeah. rich syrup, I'm and some spices whole, or whatever. I'm, I'm eating my whole jar of cherries after we're done. <laughs> just going to put his whole bear paw in there and just suck it. <laughs> I will tell you, I gave Anders his jar when he was working. He's like, yeah, Rachel, this is not going to make it home. So. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm yeah. looking at the tasting notes, and mm. these are theirs. On the nose, slightly sweet and fruity with maraschino cherry and plum. No, I said plum. Mm. Yeah. Mm, me too. Palette rich with you maraschino know. cherry again and plum are balanced by smoky cherry wood, smoked cherry okay. seed, you barbecue, yep. you yes. said it. Yep. Yep. And leather. And on the finish, which none of us got, a hint of baker's chocolate. No. Oh. Yeah. No, I was getting, actually, I was wondering if I was tasting coffee in the very beginning. Oh, okay. But I was doubting myself. And coffee and chocolate are a very similar I, note. I yeah. got the similar thing. Yeah. And then I talked about something else and completely I, forgot I, about I it. I talked myself out. I'm like, you know what? I don't know yeah. if it's pronounced enough to bring up. And, and I'm thinking grape and plum for the Dear finish, so I think I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're not tasting chocolate. You're yeah. just you're all over the place. Settle down. It, it has that, like I said, like a smoked thing Probably to Rachel's it. Rachel's cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Lady also made cookie. amazing yeah. cookies. Uh, Rachel, say again what they are. Oh, uh, they're uh, bourbon molasses cookies. Yeah, just perfect yep. for the like. And, and mm-hmm. what is the secret ingredient? Chinese five spice. Chinese five spice, <laughs> <laughs> which is what? It's ginger and anise, and cinnamon, cinnamon, and oh my god, uh, oh, no. uh, cloves. Cloves. Well, it's only four. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. Anise, cinnamon, ginger, clove. Yeah, what's we had it? Cadmium. Cadmium. <laughs> Radon. Radon. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. I'll just put a uh, SpongeBob. Three twenty-eight a.m. So I think there's different recipes that are out there. Okay. I'm pretty sure the version that I used had uh, ginger, anise, cinnamon, cloves, and fennel. Okay. Fennel, that's the other thing I tasted in the cookies that I couldn't place. Mm-hmm. And some five spices that we saw have Szechuan peppercorns in them yep. instead of ginger. Yeah. 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 But this actually had pepper, like the recipe pepper also, also called some fine oh. ground, regular The American cookies are pepper. amazing. Yeah. You have to cut this, but some have cinnamon, clove, bad I didn't say Oh my God. Now I did. Now you did. I didn't say now you did. That's Japanese, right? <laughs> no, that's China. Oh, that's Chinese too? Oh. And that's ancient China, not and, right now. Ancient Chinese right. secret? <laughs> yeah. Calgon, take me away! Yeah. yeah. I didn't say Tenement Square, did I? Mm. <laughs> oh. or, or One Child Policy, did the, I? The Whiskey Tangent Podcast has been banned in China. Yeah, 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 yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be tremendously <laughs> successful. Film at 11. <laughs> no, I, we yeah. don't get any numbers yeah. from China because oh, they restrict they everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry Bell's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, let's, let's, Never mind. let's just move on to the next whiskey. We oh have my God. one so, more whiskey, but so, before we do that. Yes. Oh, yeah, we have special event. Okay, so it has come to our attention that somebody in the room had a significant milestone birthday. Uh, last week. His name is Marty. Uh, right across from yeah, me. He turned 72. He looks amazing. 72 years young. No, I'm just kidding. How no. old are you, Marty? I'm 60. 60. The big 60. 60. 60. 60. 60. 60. 60. 60. 60. 
And you, and you guys had to remind me one the more time. The real speed limit. So oh, we, really, we, guys? we got oh. you a bottle of whiskey. Oh, or did we? <laughs> Who knows what this is? It could whiskey be a whiskey shaped it, thing. It could be a book. Maybe. Thanks so much. I didn't have to do that. Oh, we, I, yeah, sure I appreciate it so much. He's right. so modest. He knows. I he, know. Right. Before you open it, we just wanted to get you one that we thought was a really good drinker that is overlooked right. and nobody feels like buying. So go ahead. Right. I right. hope you like yeah. it. Marty's very self-deprecating, just like my older brother should be. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds great on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, getting aroused, by the way. I'm un- <laughs> I'm un- He's I'm unsheathing un- it. I was gonna say, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm unsheathing <laughs> Oh, no. My God. Oh, no. Gotta, yeah, God. The, the foreskin's getting stuck. You have to, you have to, uh, there we go. Okay. I thought it was just ASMR. Gently. Oh, there, there's the tip. Ooh, there, there it is. <laughs> it's coming through. Oh, oh, Jefferson's Reserve Single Barrel. Very rare, very old. I've never had this. I ah. thought you didn't. It was my idea. No. To be honest, I'm taking full Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what? I don't oh. think Marty's ever had it. And it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And I bought one a month ago and drank it yeah. all by myself in the dark in the corner of the room. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I shared it. Yeah. But no, it's delicious. I love yeah, it. Thank and, you. And, and yeah. the thing is, like, Jefferson Ocean is out and Humid is out. Yeah. And the reality, yeah. that sub 60 is one of the best bottles wow. you can buy. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. We, we did a whole podcast on it. Uh, yes. Episode eight, yeah. it was whiskey versus yeah. the founding fathers. Yeah. And this is different than their very small batch. This yeah. is their very old, very small batch, yeah. I believe. That's and what it says. Yep. Yeah, and it's head and shoulders above their okay. very small batch. Wow. It's well, fantastic. The bottom line is we have another birthday coming up on Friday. Yeah. In a week, I it's Scott. Scott's turning 55. Yeah. Oh. yeah, so we're like right in the middle of our birthdays here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got a present for Scott. Okay. Woo! Woo, here we go. Wait, you, you've been like talking about this on the podcast. I don't get to unsheath mine? <laughs> well, I could unsheath mine, but <laughs> yeah. please, not my bottle. Though. Please don't. Please don't. You've never seen it before. It's one of a kind. Oh, it's got a white tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rare character. Single oh. barrel series from Banash. Oh. 112.5 proof, six years, six wow. months. Yeah, it was Taylor who was on a couple episodes ago was raving about rare character. Yeah, yeah. so this was their big project. They came out, they have a bourbon too. I've tried both of them, but that I knew you'd want the rye, so I got you the rye. Straight rye whiskey awesome. finished in Ambarana casks, mm. which is Brazilian hardwood. Mm. 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 I've yeah. heard of that. Yeah. Which, which is Scott's uh, fantasy weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Going down to Rio. <laughs> but wait, Scott, there's more. What? Wait, there's more. It's a surprise. Oh, that's so nice. So Rachel and Marty also. So I called Ed. I said, we have a gift for Scott. When okay. We wanted to see if we could do it on the podcast. Okay. And Ed said, well, yeah, I got a bottle for him, too. And we actually got something for Marty. So let's make it a whole birthday <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. So Marty, so tell me what we got. My daughter lives over in uh, Phoenixville. Pennsylvania, okay. and uh, they have a nice little Uh-oh. distillery there. So we were actually there last weekend visiting her over my birthday weekend. We decided to go there for a night or two, okay. and we went to the distillery and we did a tasting. Uh, we must have tasted what six six of their whiskeys, and I think this is the best one that we've tasted. Oh, so. Like yeah, so this is uh, from Bluebird Distilling. Yep, I've actually heard of these guys. Me too. Uh, it's an interesting story. A uh, four grain bourbon whiskey, barrel strength, one hundred and twelve proof. Nice. Distilled and bottled by Bluebird Distilling, Phoenix. 
Phil. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you it's so much. Such, such a, such a unique bottle. It. Yeah, it's really cool. It's black and red and white lettering. Yeah, it reminds me of Peerless almost. Uh, yeah. The shape of the bottle. The shape of the not bottle. The yeah, label, yeah. Not the label. Yeah, Bluebird Distilling. So somebody that I worked with went to Bluebird Distilling and the guy who was either bartending or serving them their flight or their tasting, whatever, said, hey, if you guys like whiskey, you might want to catch the Whiskey Tangent podcast. Really? And she's like, I know Scott. Like, <laughs> I, I know the guy on the podcast. And so she tells me, she's yeah. like, Bluebird Distilling. They listen to your podcast. Like, oh, that awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. So this is great. Thank you guys I mean, almost, so much. Almost as good as my whiskey. Thank really nice so job, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> no. I do want to say that I'm only turning 55. I know. Oh, wow. Uh, what? I'm just, well, yeah. he is my older brother. I know, he That's is. That's true. I could be 56, though. That would have been a lot better. Great. But you look great at 60, Marty. You're doing wonderful. And what's great is a bottle for Scott is a bottle for me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think so that's true. what's most important. Like it's the easiest present I buy every year. It's yeah. like, oh, that is the truth. Really, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh so um, we have one more whiskey to try. Yeah, one more whiskey. And um, my birthday's not till January, so you guys have plenty of time to plan. But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the Breckenridge uh, PX Sherry Cask. PX, of course, stands for Pedro Jimenez. Um, this is made from raisins of the Pedro Jimenez grape. It's aged at least three years. Again, undisclosed time in PX cask, but I believe it's like four to six weeks. Proof is 90. I did this last, even though it's lower proof than the Madeira. I saw that. Because it won double platinum at the Ascot Awards. So then, Fred Minnick, he's from New Jersey. Yep. They know what they're doing down there, and that's their highest award. And we hadn't tasted this yet. Yeah, this is one is a brand new one, and uh, I'm excited about this one. Pedro has never let me down. No. <laughs> uh, this is, again, like the Madeira finish, yeah. their own mash bill, the 56% corn, 38% rye, 6% malted barley. You can tell in the nose. The noses are almost the same. It's crazy. Tell me if I'm wrong. You better not tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Wait, let me, let me go. And you're an idiot. <laughs> they should similar. smell a little similar. Yeah. They smell like cousins. Yeah. Oh, they do. I remember my aunt caught me smelling my cousin. That was a day. Oh, Jesus. Actually, though, I smell a little bit less of the fruity things, I think. I mean, they do smell similar, but it's not as sweet on the nose. Wood. Yeah, is it oak? Is it just oak that I'm smelling? Like, uh, There's definitely oak there, yeah. Mountains? Sweetness. Am I smelling mountain? Is mountains. <laughs> said mountains and... and what am I smelling? Oh my god! God, please cut that. No. Too soon? No. Yeah, always too soon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now he's gonna keep it because I'm laughing so much. <laughs> if we had just not laughed, he would have cut it. Well, well I can just deep out this <laughs> part, and then no one will know what we said, and we're all laughing. Oh no! I will sue you. I can't. <laughs> you can't sue us when you're on the podcast. You either no. get sued or you don't get sued. Oh uh, man, you are a party to this debauchery. You are. You're complicit. <laughs> By your presence. Yeah. You have a 14 indictments. Ed has 18, but you have 14. <laughs> Better be at least 18. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Has to be at least 18. Or else that's another felony. Anyway, what are we getting on the news? Are we still smelling? I'm sorry. No, we're still smelling it. We didn't actually say oh, it smelled like God. anything. He needs to pour more now. I know. He smelled it all. I three lines of whiskey while you're talking. I don't know how. You were the one talking. <laughs> it's an amazing talent. I can drink and talk at the same time. Oh, shit. See, Marty's been working this whole yeah, time. Mar- 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 He's yeah. looking very thoughtful. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what this nose it's is. and not easy to mm-hmm. pick out what it is that we're smelling on here. It's not easy, easy. 
Everybody trying to please me, baby. baby. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> when nothing <laughs> seems to please me. I see you standing there. You think you're so cool. Why don't you just... Fuck off! <laughs> No idea. No idea what so song you, we're talking so about. So what are you smelling there, uh, Rachel? Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, Rachel. What are you Rachel, what are you smelling? Uh, mm. a cedar plank. <laughs> I mean, she's been consistent with the Breckenridge cedar plank smell. Well, yes. I, think, I know. I think, and it's there, I think, though. But I think I had talked about salmon earlier. I think that's part <laughs> of the problem. Are you smelling salmon? No, but I think no, what I said plank. to you, <laughs> but you know what, though, Scott? What yeah, yeah. I think cedar plank was really what I was smelling. Yeah. I just have a hard time identifying that smell of my nose, but I think... I think that's what it is. I mean, yeah, that's there. Uh, absolutely, that's yeah. there. There is definitely some fruitiness, not as much as the fruit on the, the Madeira cask. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really know a whole lot about Madeira versus sherry and the, the yeah. whole thing. I know that this was in a hundred years old Solera barrel that they got from Pedro Jimenez uh, this, winery or wherever it was. I tasted it. It's okay. delicious. I'm just going to say that. All right. We're failing on the nose, I think is what we're saying. I, the nose is hard. Besides cedar plank, which is Rachel's tasting note, but nosing note. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get a lot of the nose. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. So our fourth whiskey, there's a chance our noses are just a little shot out. It happens yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. What did the breaking bourbon have on the nose? Let's give us that. Oh, just the t- nose? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Raisins and spun sugar burst out and are nearly cloying, balanced by worn leather. All right. Leather, cedar. That's the nose? That's the nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, mm. See, that, that's Raisin not, could be the I, kind of I, 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 I sweetness. You know, that's I not a great nose either. So he didn't get much either for a professional. Spun sugar. I mean, what the hell's that? Cotton candy. Co- oh, cotton candy. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this mm. is nice. Mm. This is not as sweet as a Madeira. I will say that the hint of Baker's chocolate that they had in the last one, I actually kind of taste on this one. Yeah, I taste mm. it too. But it's quite good. You know what I find with this? It's not a complaint, but yeah. I, I get the palate, right? And then it drops off like quick. Yeah. It like, does you have know, a quick finish. Yeah, it, it just, does, it just but it's dis- so good. It's good, but it just disappears really mm-hmm. quick. Well, it's a 90 proof and all, and I love this. This is my favorite one that's not 105. So I'm going to have to taste the 105 a little bit because you know I do. Right. But right now, <laughs> this is delicious for me. I yeah, love this. It one. is. It's very good. Yep. It's good. So to your point, Marty, where you said it dropped off, uh, it does. And it leaves a kind of just a little watery quality yes, in your mouth yes. afterwards. It empties away as if it was too proof down. Yeah. Like almost like this should be 92 or maybe 94. Why is it 90? Yeah, know. it's interesting. Hmm. Can I have the uh, 105 real quick in front of Marty? Oh, it's right. I got it. Yeah, but the flavor itself is... I, I'm with that. This is the 105, flavor-wise. Yeah, I want to taste the Madeira one again because I'm kind of missing some of the sweetness that that had, contrary to what I don't like as much as Ed usually does. 2,000 years later. So my memory of it is sweeter than the actual taste of it. Isn't that weird? Yep. The finish on the 105 is so much longer than everything else we've had. Mm-hmm. The Pedro Jimenez is yeah. delicious. And now, so so now tasting them side by side, the PX and the Madeira, I do like the PX better. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a little deeper. It, it just has a little bit more complexity than the, the Madeira. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Isn't the 105 such what, a contrast? Yeah. And it's definitely got more going on. The, it just keeps going. Yeah. 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 It is interesting how they proofed them in the lower 90s. What would these taste like at 105? Yeah, like would, what would a cast trans like yeah, Pedro Jimenez taste yeah. like? Yeah, it's exciting to wonder. Maybe they need to do like a little larceny barrel proof. Like, maybe they will. Maybe quarterly release some of them. Yeah. You know, maybe. Um, so let's do the rest of the taste notes. These are from the whiskey wash uh, on the palate. Uh, 
What, what is this? Oh, a fruity kick. <laughs> it's so loud. It's so funny. It's such an end thing to do. I know. I'll definitely have one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. Always time for those cookies. That's where editing comes in. Yeah. That's why it begins with Ed. <laughs> <laughs> a fruity kick similar to punch, like fruit punch, yeah. starts off here, deepening into fruit leather and yeah. baking spices. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and the finish is uh, creamy and warm, but fairly quick. Oh, yeah. there we go. Man, we yeah. killed that. Like Ed in college. <laughs> yeah, and then in later life, quick. What creepy and warm? Mm, creamy so, and warm. Oh, they say creepy and warm. <laughs> well, okay, creepy and warm. Yeah. <laughs> Think that the cookie would get not better than each cookie. Each cookie's better than the last cookie. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it's like a really good whiskey. The more you drink it, the My better it gets. God. Those cookies are crack. Yeah, lady. I need. I need ten. Sis. <laughs> Rachel, I'm going to need 10 a week delivered. Ten. <laughs> I have like two dozen frozen. 10 a week delivered if Marty have- doesn't leave here tonight. Like, what it was like. Put the cookies in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> or it gets the hose again. <laughs> right. right. The hose. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. All right, so let's uh, go quickly through the other Breckenridge whiskeys that we haven't tasted tonight. Like the port finish one. Right. So the regular, regular bourbon, so not the reserve bourbon that we had tonight. Oh, my God. Is the same thing. 86 proof, uh, the Kentucky, Tennessee in their own. But their regular bourbon won double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition and gold at the Ascots. Hmm. Yeah. MSRP's for about 50, but I think we saw it over there for Uh, 40. Yeah, I think they were giving it away. Like if you (laughs) backed your own groceries, you got like a free (laughs) Breckenridge regular. The port cash. Uh, that we talked about before that we did on episode 16. Lovely. That, that's aged at least three but years. But I bet you that's very similar to the Madeira and the Pedro Menes. It is. It's 90 yep. proof. It's it's their whiskey it's their stuff, finished yeah. in the port. Uh, it won platinum at the Ascots this mm. year. I'm not surprised because it beat Angel Envy, which is overrated to Scott and I and always has been. Yeah. The next one is a rum cask. It's a blend of four to ten year whiskeys. Did we see that today? That did we had at the, the tasting. Local. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not disclosed, but it was finished in their own rum cask. So they make rum. Oh, okay. So they finished in their own oh, rum cask, which nice. is cool. 90 proof, their mash bill at one platinum at the Ascots also. They have a single barrel, which is uh, whiskeys blended up to 10 years, 90 proof, same mash bill, $60. Something called Dark Arts Malt Whiskey, which is 100% malted barley, the crystal malt that I mentioned. Yeah. Mm. Up to 10 years again, 92 proof. I don't know if they make it anymore because the only price that I could find was on the secondary and it was $350. Okay, all right. And then something called Two Clans Whiskey that also won double gold at the San Francisco World Experience Competition. There's no age statement. It's 102 proof. It is their own malted barley blended with a Highland Scotch. Hmm. Clams? Two Clans. Clans. Clans, yeah. Okay. Uh, $75. And they have some limited editions and they have a lot of stuff. Let me ask you a question about... Yeah. Okay, Breckenridge, they make other stuff besides bourbon, right? They make vodkas, they make gins. They do. How do you think a distillery that did divide their attention to all these different spirits as opposed to just somebody that makes bourbon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, maybe they don't want to spend the time to age something. We're just going to make this. I was thinking the the door. You know, that's what we're there to sell. We're we're going to sell vodka. You know, we're going to sell. A lot of distilleries make gin and vodka because it's very easy to do and you don't have to age it to get capital so that they can create whiskey Mm. and age it and rick houses and barrels and stuff. Barton's the 1792 people. They have some very basic well level vodka engines. Yeah. Okay. That they sell to once again, raise capital to put into Mm. their bourbons. That makes sense. But for Breckenridge, I'm assuming that the reason everything's 90 is because they're trying to stretch the product as much as they can because they can only produce. Yeah. 
a small amount. Twenty barrels a day is not a lot for a nationwide for a bourbon. Brand. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, you you want to take a look at what Heaven Hill or or Beam Suntory or Jack Daniels is yeah. putting out in a day. So if for them to get a market share, they have to get as many bottles. So they take this until it tastes as good as possible at ninety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 94 is better, but we can get a hundred more bottles if we do 90. So let's do 90. That's just yeah, the economics. reality of their business, yeah. right? Yeah, I think they would probably have to not sell as much for three or four years to get right. their whiskey up, mm-hmm. unless they expanded. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I think this was a great episode. This is awesome. <laughs> I want to really thank uh, Marty and Rachel for coming out on their first American whiskey uh, deep dive episode. <laughs> <laughs> and bringing the cookies. Yes. Uh, we, we tasted four delicious interesting expressions from breckenridge and overall very good for its age and proof yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's very affordable yep so it's one thing if you do a three-year whiskey and you try to charge me 70 they don't do that yeah they charge a very affordable whiskey for a very good flavor yeah we've tasted a bunch of so like yeah. quick taste and stuff it's like why are they charging this much for a three-year right that and they sourced right so if you have a chance to check out the madeira or the port or the pedro jimenez finish or maybe the 105 high proof i say go ahead Last thoughts, Marty? I'm definitely going to go out and get the, the high proof. I'm going to put that in my cabin. Yeah. Love right. it. Absolutely. Rachel? Yes. And I want to uh, try in a cocktail. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. great idea. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a favorite, Rachel, of the ones that weren't the high proof? Yeah, I like the PX. Yeah. The Pedro Jimenez? Pedro Jimenez. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Say it. I like Peter's. Say it. <laughs> she likes Peter X. Yes. Peter X. <laughs> She's like Charles Xavier. Professor X. PX, Professor X from the X-Men. <laughs> All right, so um, Scott, anything? No, that's it. Hey, Breckenridge, thanks so much for working hard up there in the frozen tundra of the Rocky Mountains. I was just out in Portland, so it was like we're best friends. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, no I'm Ed. Each other. I'm Scott. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marty. Go check out some Breckenridge. Cheers, everybody. Later. Later.